with a brand new episode of Right on Squared Circle. I am your host, Danny G. And live in the Bose studio, we got Scotty not too hotty Hansworth. I, I hate that you guys gave me that nickname. I want you to know that. Because I had the other nickname growing up was Scotty Too Hotty. And now I'm just Scotty not too hotty. And that just hurts. Well, but, um, yes. aging, aging is a bitch. Um, but this is our very special episode where we take a look at the indie scene of wrestling. Not WWE, no AEW. We got the nice, the meat and potatoes of the wrestling world. Today, we are honored to have one half of the Southern Stretching Crew, Mr. Emerald Ghost, a coast, excuse me, Aaron James. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, you had one job. You had one job <laughs> not to mess up his name. I know, and I totally botched it, Aaron. I do apologize. <laughs> yeah, supposed to be putting me over, brother. Supposed to be putting me over. <laughs> what? Doesn't Emerald Ghost sound badass, though? Yeah, but we're in the, and we're in the coast, though. That's the point. We're I know, but it's Halloween. It's, it's Halloween. It's spooky season, so he's Emerald Ghost until November. Oh my God, you're trying to play this off? Okay. <laughs> oh, <absolutely. laughs> I mean, it's a hell of a gimmick. So, hundred percent <laughs> trying to justify. But, uh, Aaron, thank you so much for um, joining us this evening. Yes, yes. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. No. Go ahead, Dan. And a special thank you to uh, Chris for uh, referring us, and you know, you coming on, you know, super responsive and everything. Um, wish a tag team partner was here, but obviously he's got a, he has got family duties to attend to. So hopefully, uh, one day we'll be able to bring him on. Yeah. yeah he's the uh, responsible one of the uh, team over here. <laughs> Sounds all right. Um, we all, we have that here. We have the responsible ones and then the ones like me who are not very responsible and we just like to be here. <laughs> awesome. So, um, Aaron, I'm going to jump right into it, buddy. Uh, I ask every I ask every wrestler this question, you know, how'd you you know how'd you get your start? Where did you start and um who who trained you? Oh man. Um so you know, growing up in this area, if you weren't a fan of the Gulf Coast continental wrestling period, it didn't you didn't grow up here. Um and you're just trying to pull a rib over everybody. Um just grew up watching those guys coming down here to the Rainbow Gardens on a Thursday, going up to Houston County Farm Center on a Saturday. Um, my grandmother had some friends that were wrestling. It was um, Leon Baxter, the original wrestling pro, um, and never really kind of wanted to do it until man, about twenty, about twenty years um, old. And a friend of mine was, "Hey, you know, let's let's go do that wrestling thing." And I'm like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, let's do it." I was like, "Dude, if you find a place to do it." you know, I'll go do it with you. And which he did found a little school up in Dothan, Alabama. Uh, this guy, Will Pritchard was kind of running it. I think he charged us, man, like $650 to train for like six months. First day I get in, you know, a guy tells me, he's like, dude, you suck. You're <laughs> never going to make this. Oh, boy. You know, and I'm just like, Oh dude, now, now you've pissed me off because <laughs> I'm going to prove you wrong. There you go. So the second day I came in, broke my ankle. Taped it up, came in third day, you know, just, oh. you know, destined just to prove this guy wrong. Oh. And, um, you know, worked there for, God, man, probably about six months after we finally kind of had our first matches. Went over to Pensacola because I was going to university there. Uh, started training with this guy, Bobby Dahl. 
um, out of Pensacola. Uh, he was uh, kind of a developmental guy back in that time period. Um, one of those lucky guys that got paid to not wrestle. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. so Vince's checks were telling him to stay home. No doubt. Uh, trained with the Samoans, uh, Eki, Maddie Smalls, um, those guys, and just on the road, man, just learning hard knocks, just getting uh, my, my head kicked in, bashed in, and uh, by these older guys, and you know, just kind of learning, you know, the uh, I guess you'd say the old way. I like that. I know I like the old way, so <laughs> yeah, it hurt a lot and a lot of miles. Um, you know, you just go travel is like a Saturday or Friday and put your gear in a car and just go do a circuit and try to find a show and get on and work for free, tear down the ring, hope you get a hot dog and a handshake until you really start getting kind of a reputation mm -hmm. in the area and then you know, you start getting booked more and more shows. Yeah, it's awesome. So um Dan mentioned earlier, you know, we you have a tag team called the Southern Stretching Crew. Who uh who came up with that name between you and your partner? Well, we were trying to figure out uh, when we were forming our team of you know what really best suits us, and you know we're fans of the seventies and eighties wrestling. I mean, that's just our that's our niche. You know, you if you put in anything from today, from the nineties, two thousands, all the way up until you know the fifties and sixties. You know, like I'm going to go seventies and eighties. You know, mm -hmm. Georgia Championship Wrestling you know, CWF, you know, down Tampa, Continental. And um, so we were just trying to figure out, you know, what best suited us. And so we kind of ripped off uh, Ole and Gene Anderson. I was going to say, like <laughs> I was going to ask if there was like an Arn Anderson oh, type of influence. Because I see it when I saw, watched some of your matches. I was like, man, I was like, if he had a spine buster right now, <laughs> yeah. I'd mark out. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, we, we try not to do those at our shows because everybody else tries to do them. And, yeah. You know, we just don't want to show everybody up. So you know, we want to give the kids a little something. There you go. Um, Let somebody else have it. <laughs> yeah. But no, we, um, you know, like I said, we were just trying to figure out the, uh, you know, the team name and that just seemed to fit, you know, the Southern stretching crew, you know, mm -hmm. we're from the South, we're from Florida. Um, and you know, we're both, you know, competent wrestlers, uh, yeah. hosses, you know, legit, uh, you know, gosh, I can't think of the style wrestling, but folk style wrestler. Okay. So he's, you know, pretty, you know, he's a legit guy and, Hell yeah. you know, and it just, you know, worked out. So, all right. So, um, did you guys meet like becoming a team or do you guys already knew each other and you were just like, let's become a team. I guess if that made sense, <laughs> uh, we, um, we met probably, I think probably about 2017, there was a promotion up in Dothan that was really, really hot, uh, new wave mm -hmm. and they had it going on and then they just kind of fizzled. And he worked a couple of shows or, you know, we're on the same card together. And then, you know, Hurricane Michael kind of pushed everything out a little bit. Yeah. And um, he came back in the business and was like, hey, you know, I'm going to go up. I was working in this place called Victory Championship Wrestling. And he was like, hey, you know, can you get me on up there? I was like, absolutely, man. Let's let's go. That's a seven hour drive. I don't want to make by myself. Right. And <laughs> so we were actually going to just work against each other okay so you've got two big guys classic wrestling beating the crap out of each other and we get up to victory and this guy well, one of the producers uh bobby matthews is like hey guys you know y'all should really start a tag team because i think that would be cool <laughs> and so we're like okay cool book it see what happens and the next weekend we're up there you know they booked it and man it just went like gangbusters so it just flowed very very naturally that's awesome. Yeah. So you guys, so you guys just had like that immediate chemistry from like the beginning. Like there was no, no bugs to work out. Like no, like we just got to do some. We got to log some extra hours in the gym. Like you guys just 
brought it and you're like, this works. Yeah. Yeah. We just kind of like, Hey, what do you think about this idea? What about this? And, you know, we can just look in, man, if I see, you know, if I'm in the ring and I see him, you know, lift that knee up and I'm driving somebody over to the corner into that knee, you know, or, you know, if I'm in the ring and I you know, pop my knee up, he knows to do the same thing. Or, um, you know, we just, we just react, man. It's just probably the most natural teammate that I've worked with. And there's no having to kind of call stuff and figure things out. It's mm -hmm. just, we're going to work this part and this is what we're going to do. That's awesome. You know? dude. So, and we just go with it and I, and I love it. Awesome. I mean, that's good to hear that that chemistry just came so naturally and you didn't yeah. have to force it or work so hard to finally go, okay, this finally works. Right. You were just able, that's awesome. Yeah. And either one of us try to show each other up in the ring, mm -hmm. you know, it's, you know, when we're in there performing, it's showing what tag team wrestling is, you know, that's a team and not just four different, you know, singles matches and going on. Yeah. So. All right. So. You mentioned earlier, you know, you go, you travel all over the place to go to these shows to be able to perform. What are some of the promotions that are, I guess, more to you notable that you got to wrestle for? Have you got to do any like bigger name stuff, even on like a, you know, little sideshow type of deal? Uh, not so much the the big super indies. Uh, okay. We've you know tried to get on those, but it's just. You know, at the time, what they were looking for as far as, you know, the performers and the gimmicks, you know, we just didn't kind of fit in I got on you. that, which is which is which is great. I mean, I always respect that when a promoter says, hey, we like what you're doing, but that's not going to work with what we're trying to produce. Which is not what we're doing time. right now. Yeah. Um, but there's a there's a promotion over in Boonville, Mississippi, EPW, uh -huh. um, which you look at it from the outside. You're going, man, there's this is a wrestling show. And, uh, you know, but then you go inside the venue and it's huge, it's spacious. Really? Um, you know, they bring in top names from, you know, you know the old WCW guys, uh -huh. you know, ECW, um, you know, just in a lot of up and coming guys that, cause they're very close to Memphis. So you got that Memphis territory. Oh, okay. The territory there. Yeah. Yeah. So those guys can travel and it's, it's a great place. Um, you know, there's, uh, and all these little places, you know, down here, everyone's really, really Great. Mm -hmm. uh, victory was was uh, was a good place, uh -huh. you know. Up there, it's just that seven hour drive. Yeah, you know that just when you get home at eight o'clock on a Sunday morning, that's exhausting. Yeah, if you were making the towns, you had another town you could skip to. It'd be great, but up you know one shot and back. Uh, but they had a great production up that's there. Awesome. I really, really like. And that got us a lot of exposure just from their internet TV. Yeah, if you're you're out of Florida then. Yeah, absolutely. Trust me, man. We did that. Uh, we, say, did we, that just Florida, did we did that Florida Tennessee drive. So I, I know the feeling. That's <laughs> yeah. Um and you know then there's uh there's DCCW over McClendy, Florida, which is you know right in you know AEW's backyard uh, -huh. uh run by the Penders and you know they get a lot of top guys you know coming out of Tampa, out of Georgia, out of the Jacksonville area. Um so you know, we always look forward to to going up there working with you know with that crew um and we'll be over there actually next week uh beating up their tag team champions and bringing those belts back over to panama city beach that's what i'm talking about yeah so <laughs> how have you have uh have you been able to wrestle any like bigger known people like wrestling for these like other promotions i know how some bigger names will come down you know they'll do shows have you got to square off against anybody um you know when they come down on the local level um you know that's why i just say you know politics 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 yeah, but there's <laughs> politics and some of the guys you know will you know definitely make sure they get to work or you know with these you know older older superstars yeah. which is great because i'm at a point to where 
you know, let me go work with, you know, get a, get a storyline going. Let me continue what I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, man, I like sitting in the back with these guys, listening to stories. And if you guys can ever see, have the opportunity to uh, sit in the locker room with Chick Donovan. Okay. Who, if you're a Southern wrestling fan, you know this guy. Um, dude is 72 years old and has got a better body than <laughs> kids that are 20 years old. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, and – He's got the bleach blonde hair. He puts stripper glitter on. Um, I still got glitter in my bag from like a year ago. (laughs) But man, he's just, you know, you listen to the stories he tells and, you know, it's, it's a great time. That's awesome. I've always, that's what I've always wondered, man, is, is like, you know, we watch as fans. So Mm -hmm. the only stuff we see, of course, is on TV. And I've like, I've always wondered like, man. It's got to be cool to sit in the back and get to be able to talk to some of these guys and hear the story, like you said, the stories you could possibly hear. Yeah, and you get some of those guys that, man, are really, really great people. Um, and then you get some guys where you're going, geez, man, this guy is like a douche nozzle. Um, <laughs> there, was, uh, there was a place uh, over in Hosford, Florida. It's a little small town, you know, mm-hmm. one of the small towns in the Panhandle. But they had like a really great wrestling venue. And I showed up, and this is about 2008, and I pull up, and I've got, like, a sports car. And here's Rick Steiner with a skill saw trying to cut a huge piece of lightered log. (laughs) (laughs) This is the first time I've ever seen this beast of a man. And he just looks, and he's like, hey, brother, you got a a chainsaw? I'm like, nah, man, I, I forgot my chainsaw car today. And um, I think it was the same year that Appalachian State beat Michigan opening day. And so I'm just all happy about it. Wearing my Notre Dame <laughs> jersey. I walk in. I'm bragging. I'm like, yeah. And then Appalachian <laughs> State just ripped Michigan a new one. And I see the biggest, scariest looking man <laughs> whose shoulders are the size of my head just pop over and lean over. And I'm like, oh, man, that's – that's Scott Steiner. I'm dead tonight. <laughs> but sitting talk to him about football, man. And he was just such like the nicest, coolest guy, you know? So, and you got some dudes that they just sit up by themselves and they don't talk and they just want their paycheck and do the job and go home. You know, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so Aaron, um, this next question, um, if I'm stepping out of line with this question, please hit, don't hit, you know, hit me with the pause button. Um, so, <laughs> <Pro> I, <laughs> so, me and the guys, we grew up in that era of, you know, the Hardys, Team 3D, Christian and Edge. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was like the peak of tag team wrestling. This when it broke out and, you know, it, it was here to stay. Lately, I've noticed in all the promotions that tag team wrestling is kind of the the afterthought. So in, in your mind as a tag team wrestler, is tag team wrestling dwindling or... Do you think it's it's good where it's at right now? Um, you know, and I'm one of those guys that is, I don't watch the new product mm-hmm. as much as as I, as I probably should. As I'm, you know, I'm trying to, you know, as we're, you know, Haas and I are both trying to make those moves in the, you know, latter parts of our career to you know, hopefully at least get a couple of those paychecks. Yeah. Um, but I think what happens is over the years you just people forget about what tag wrestling is and um and one of the things Haas and i do when people want to book us was like we're we're a team like mm-hmm. they were not working against each other we're not working singles like you're a team mm-hmm. and when we pass up bookings because we're, we're a team um so i think if you know people just forget about that and they go do kind of their own individual things um i know ftr is you know 
probably one of the probably the top teams. Oh yeah, they're, there. they're definitely up there. Right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, if I could work some guys because I think they work our style and definitely. could tell a tell a great story and not a lot of moves in, you know, and and just funny stuff bouncing all over the place. Like literally, just you know, you're going to come out missing a couple teeth. Yeah, with those guys, and that's fun because they'll come out missing a few too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, and you got the you got the Bucks. I mean, those guys. Um, you know, they they stay consistent with working know almost as a tag team um so i think it's just promotions really got to start pushing tag work as a you know a part of the show and not just throw some guys together and yeah not just a quick filler for tv time right but there's also got to be a way that uh you know and and then one of the matches you know that i had sent you guys you know we we kind of did it on purpose was that old you know, 605 live TV job match mm-hmm. where you show why you guys are a team, you know, and if you put Florida state against a, you know, JV, you know, football team, mm-hmm. Florida state's going to destroy them. Yeah. I don't know about you know? this. I mean, it, it, that's a tenuous. I mean, we probably lose <laughs> with our luck, um, but you know, that's just, you know, you put a baseball team, you know, major league team against a peewee team. Yeah, of course. You know, and, and that's what you try to show this. That's just a team and you're working as a unit. Um, so I think if some promotions can get away from just having a huge, you know, 20 minute tag match with two guys stuck together, you know, that'll work. I think the NWA Crockett cup, when they did that before the pandemic, um, you know, I think that was kind of the right step mm-hmm. in the direction. Yeah. Talk okay. to me about that. Talk to me about that match. Too, Cause you said, that was one of your more fun matches to work. Oh man, it was it was fun because one we got fired because of it. <laughs> because honestly, I saw it, I saw it on my I saw it on my my, my break at work, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it as a as a fan. Say I, I enjoyed the match, but I'm I'm I can't wait to hear about fired. Yeah, so. I, need, I need to hear about this one. <laughs> So, you know, anytime, anytime we come in and, and we have belts from different promotions yeah, and, you know, those, those promotions have trusted us to be, you know, their tag team champions. And we want to protect, you know, we're, you know, we, we, you know, so we, you know, kayfabe's dead, you know, but we still want to be where we protect, you know, that investment these companies have in that trust, you know, so we're, you know, if we've got a legitimate tag team, you know, and we're, you know, we're going to put on a show, but when you take and you throw guys that are, you know, every you're changing the team every five minutes, you know, so by the time he gets to bell time, it's like, okay, boys, we're going to work and you're going to listen. Yeah. And um, we don't call spots. I think we call the finish. That's, that's all we do. About it. And, um, you know, I called the, I, I never get mad in a match. And this, I think looking back at it is why I got, it was so fun because I was like, God, I was pissed because <laughs> the guy that I, I locked up with Chuck, who is a great wrestler, he just screwed up. And I was like, what the hell? And I look, you know, looking back at it, like I threw him across the ring, <laughs> and he's about two eighty. I mean, just tossed him. And then, and then we get Cleveland in, and uh, and this kid, if he can get his head, you know, keep his head straight and, and really train, you know, grow into his, his into his man body, get some some size on him. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, and travel. I think you'll, you know, it, you know, at least get a couple of looksies from the bigger companies. Um. You know, and he just he took the brunt of the heat and beat the crap out of him. And man, he sold. Like we ripped his arm off so much so that the boys in the back thought we were hurting him. Wow. I mean, that was like, and we got I done. Was that the, that was the match. That was a shorter match. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. It was like eight minutes. Dude, yeah. I saw that at the end. I did. He put him in. I heard that scream. I was like, man, that kid is really, he's letting it out there. 
He's doing yeah. the uh, Shawn Michaels sell that he did against Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, we did the driving knee from the top of the second mm-hmm. rope, boom, right into the armbar. Right and, the armbar. You know, I gave him the Iggy, and he started screaming bloody murder. And so when we come back, the promoter, JT, he's a good friend. You know, we, we've patched all that stuff up. You know, we're solid. Um, he was back. He was like, get your crap and leave. Get your crap and leave. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That's not what I want. And I'm like, dude, you, you know, what are we talking about here? So Haas is like, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> and he just sits over in the back and he just cracked opens a beer and just starts drinking i'm like and i'm trying to figure out like okay how do i how do i fix my how do i do this how do i fix my friendship you know with the guy who was my boss but also a friend like what the heck and he's just over he slowly just he's like you know we ain't going nowhere <laughs> like okay man i guess we're not going anywhere Jeez. yeah so um that was that was fun but it was a great match because man after we got done you know, as we didn't come out with any music, just walked out, mm-hmm. did our thing, walked back out. And you hear a fan in the crowd. They're quiet because they're just like digesting like, oh, my God. And you hear somebody going, that's what wrestling is. You know, yeah. I was like, yeah. And then I walk through the curtain and get fired. <laughs> <laughs> that's what wrestling is. You're fired for it. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, man, we could build off on this. You that's know, right. oh, you're fired. Nope, mm-hmm. you're fired. I know okay. what it is. All right. So. What is the uh, so? What's the future then for the uh, Southern Stretching Crew? You know, you touched on it earlier. Obviously, you want to keep, of course, moving up. But what is the? Is there a main goal? Is there like? Is it to show up one day in WWE or AW, one of those bigger promotions, or just enjoy it? I mean, there's always to enjoy it. Always. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you stop having fun, I don't care if you're on top of the world. No, it's know, not fun. Then it's 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 work, and um, yeah, you know, this is this is kind of my outlet. You know, so I get to travel, get to, uh, you know, meet some really cool people. You know, mm-hmm. I get to have people yell at me and scream at me because <laughs> I'm most, you know, the most horrible people in the world. Um, <laughs> but I think the end goal is to, you know, to get on some NWA work. Okay. Um, you know, that's always been like a childhood dream is just to compete under that banner. Um, AEW, I think, is probably like our end in goal okay. um i've had some you know kind of sort trials with wwe and you know and it's uh that's uh just a whole other animal of what they're really trying to get they, they want super athletes uh, i'm i, I mean yeah. i believe it i do believe that yeah, yeah it, it, and it's uh and that's cool you know because you're getting for what they're doing because they're producing a tv show they're producing many movies mm-hmm. and if you can get kids that are olympic trained athletes that football players baseball players go oh man cool i get to be a wwe star you know it's just so much more easy for them to to get them where they need to be versus a person that's been doing it for 20 years <laughs> you know it's funny like looking at that i never really thought of like yeah you know you target the of course you target everybody for an audience but yeah you really target those trained athletes i guess for yeah. to try to pique their interest and in, like maybe i could do this oh yeah so, so yeah, so that's where you know we're kind of uh, kind of at you know just working the bigger promotions, bigger super indies, uh, you know MLW. Uh, it's you know, obviously on the radar. They are. Well. I, they've been popping up a lot recently, more on like my feeds of just just news and stuff like that. I know Loki's like they're. I remember when I saw him go there. Now he scares the shit out of me, but yeah, somebody's got to tell him that this is you don't all, to, this is all a rib. You don't have to kill people. <laughs> uh, yeah, you ain't got to kill people in a ring, but. All right, so I guess the last question is, so, of course, you know, we have two major companies that are at a sort of sort of head-to-head competition now, and we both side on each different line of it. I'm a WWE guy. 
Dan over here is an AEW guy. So what are you? Oh man, I'm a, I'm a this is this is a hot button issue. Hot it's a button hot button issue. issue. Oh. And my my viewpoint on it is I, I grew up in the attitude era. So I watched WCW and Monday Night Raw. And I always favored Raw. Raw kept me entertained. They kept me in my seat. Now we're getting into, you know, we had the quote unquote Wednesday night uh, war between NXT and AEW. And obviously AEW was just clearing them far ahead. And AEW, you know, keeps me in my seat. It's entertaining while WWE doesn't do it anymore except for SmackDown. So, you know, what's if you had to pick one? I, I'm giving you a contract. I'm same, you amount of, same amount of years, same amount of money. Who do you go with and why? Oh man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to New York just because I'm gonna make that same amount of money and sit in catering. <laughs> <laughs> the man shows WWE for catering. I love it. Oh, I applaud that. And, and that. You know, and I say that because uh, Bobby Dahl, um, I just remember as a kid where, you know, he's getting those FedEx checks from New York. Oh, my and, God, um, that's fair. And it's like, dude, man, you're not, you know, he was able to work his, you know, run his wrestling school, do his little promotion in Pensacola. He could do that. But, you know, they were paying him not to go to Atlanta. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, but you're, you're a wrestler. And he's like, no, I'm a businessman. I'm a businessman. Holy shit. And so he, he got paid to go work out, run a wrestling school, and to not go to the competition. It's like. Yeah, so if I can get paid not to go to the competition and get free food, I am I'm there. My inner fat boy says yes. <laughs> no doubt. But performance wise, performance wise. Um, you know, I think performance wise, um I would probably, you know, go to AEW. I think there's more opportunity for guys, you know, like the Southern stretching crew, uh, to really, really stand out. Um, you know, when you go to WWE you know, I'm six two, Haas is six foot four. You know, we're hitting anywhere from the two fifty to two seventy range, just depending um on how many bush lights we've drank. Um <laughs> you know, we're you know, we're not gonna stand out, you know, because there's just guys that are just monsters and you know, it's gonna look small. And you know, and I've seen those dudes where I have to look up to them, you know, like earlier with a handshake, I'm like, man, I used to and that's that's my life there. <laughs> you know, it would be. But AEW there's just so much more potential. Um, I think they see the potential in independent wrestlers um, and what they can bring to the table. Um, you know, and I think I made the comment earlier, like if you put us in the ring with, with FTR, like, man, that's going to sell tickets. Oh yeah, you definitely. Oh, Two sure. similar styles going at it. And, 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 and four guys with attitudes that, you know, I mean, just the promos alone would be great. Especially if we could bring Ole Anderson out of retirement as our manager, that would oh, that'd be, be cool as hell, man. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be cooler than hell. All right, um, but, one more thing, Aaron. Um, before before we wrap it up here, um, cut me a two minute promo. Promote your next match. <laughs> Jesus, promote your next spotlight match. Spotlight that, man. <laughs> <laughs> two minute promo, brother. Let me tell you. So you know we got August sixteenth. We're over in uh, McClinney, Florida. So we. Um, Hayes Jensen, myself, Mr. Emerald Coast. Aaron James is taking on, we're challenging Hayden Price and Jason Falcone, the DCCW Tag Team Champions. And let me tell you, they are champions. They're they're well worth it. You know, there's a reason why they're champions, but they're just not good enough. 
So when we come over, we're going to beat the brakes off of them. And it's okay. They don't have to be ashamed about it because it's a long line of people that are just as good that we have beat them all the way to Sunday and all around that ring. And we're going to take their belts. We're going to bring them back to Panama City Beach. We're going to go down to Buster's, bait and beer. And we're going to party all night long. And then if we're feeling really froggy, you know, we might just go on down to uh, Newbies at the Curb because that's where the parties really happen and just wear them belts all night long. So, I love I'm it. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to have to take off work now on October 16th. And Hey, you know, y'all just come on over to McClenny, Florida. You know, you're going to see uh, you know, a lot of talent. Uh, Storm Thomas is going to be over there for one. I think he's their heavyweight champion. And if I wasn't doing tag team wrestling, I'd go beat the brakes off him and take that belt too. But, you know, I got goals. You know, I'm a team player. Team okay. player, baby. That's awesome, man. I love it. Um, so, Aaron, thank you again. Uh, thank you. I'm going to get it right. Mr. Emerald Coast. That's I it. got it. I hope all <laughs> is forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using that gimmick now. That's that's that's, that's uh, I love it. Um, but Aaron, seriously, man, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to uh, just come on and talk with us. I love you know the indie wrestling scene and seeing your guys' point of view from you know just you know I guess you, you guys are the grinders of the uh, wrestling business. Yeah, thanks for thanks for definitely having me on and us independent guys. Uh, you know we're we're out there you know trying to trying to get to the top and you know 99% of us never never make it and for those 1% you know we're there trying to be the supporting cast to get them up there so and it all you know you guys doing the help out is, is always greatly appreciated oh of course man we want to our main goal man is we want to make friendships we want to make partnerships in the future as well and plus we just we want to be able to see people that we've talked to in the past go and achieve the goal that is primarily not very easy to do most people don't do it but it's so cool to be able to watch somebody you knew go and do it and succeed in it oh absolutely but well guys thank y'all very much for listening today y'all we have a uh, we have a lot of things that we do here at this network so if you don't listen to this one please you know listen to all the other ones we have we have the fantasy football we have the sports show that we do sports show we do at Sunday. Sorry, we do it at Sunday at 9 o'clock on Facebook and on YouTube at the Ride On Network. You can find all of our social medias for the Ride On Squared Circle for Instagram and Twitter, Ride On SQC. And of course, Facebook is Ride On Squared Circle and the Ride On Network. But Dan, you got anything else before I completely sign us off today? Um, no, nothing right now, honestly. Um, well, I appreciate, like I said, Aaron, thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and guys, next week, uh, the big man's coming back. Kyle Wright is coming back. Oh God. I didn't want to, I didn't want to plug it in, but, um, I feel like I have to, he sent he me a message us. earlier today. He is making his return to right on squared circle, similar to the way that hangman page made his return last night. He's going to be on some cowboy shit and we've got, we got a wild episode coming forward but thank you guys again for listening today aaron thank you again for joining us appreciate you you having me absolutely y'all y'all catch us next week